everyone. This is George Kuros, and this is a, I don't know if it's a special episode of the Innovators Mindset Podcast. It's for sure um, something different that I haven't done before. And what I'm going to share with you today is just a snippet of a talk that I actually did in uh, Orlando in July of 2023 at the Facts Elevate National Conference. And it was a really great opportunity. I was blessed to be able to open for the conference. It was between 2,000 and 2,500 people. So really great audience, great community. And I talk about three things that I don't only just hope for my own children as they enter, you know, their places of learning, but how these are these hopes that I have for all kids. So I wanted to share this with you just to kind of see maybe, or I I guess I shouldn't say see because you're listening to this right now, but just to hear maybe a little bit of different side of a podcast, um, you know, from speaking. And I think for me, it's really important that when you have the opportunity to speak, that you don't become uh, someone different, that you are truly your authentic self, because if you try to become someone different, it is so picked up by the audience but really to amplify yourself in a way that you're kind of showing yourself, you know, to an audience. And I like to joke around. I like to mess around uh, and and get a bunch of laughs when I'm trying to make my points. But I I think sometimes that disarms people that when you challenge them, when you push them, uh, it really makes them maybe think a little bit different. Uh, When we kind of go at people and just push, push, push without, you know, some of that emotional connection, some of that, you know, humor, uh, it, it can kind of turn people off to the ideas that you're actually sharing. And something I've shared forever is really when you're thinking about how you push learning, how do you actually create both um, the the element of a, a warm bath and a cold shower, that warm bath that makes you feel like real nice inside, um, you really reaffirmed, but that cold shower that kind of shocks you and not being one or the other, but kind of finding that balance of both. So I wanted to share this with you all today. I hope you enjoy it. It's something different. If, if you enjoy it, please reach out to me um, at GKaros on Twitter or Instagram. You can email me as well. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback if this is something that you'd like to maybe see a little, or why do I keep saying seeing? Maybe you want to hear a little bit more on the podcast, but I just want to share with you. I think it uh, was a really cool opportunity um, to share something a little bit different in this space. And, you know, I, I, I've shared this, you can watch it on YouTube. So if, if you like it, please feel free to share it on YouTube um, with others as well. But I, I hope you um, enjoy uh, listening to this. I hope you have a wonderful day. Enjoy this little clip from a, a recent keynote that I did in 2023. And so when I think of my own kids, you know, as Scott is talking about this, what are my hopes for them? And what are my hopes for every single child that we serve? And the first one is that our learners will feel welcome and valued in schools, in classrooms. When I walked in here and that, that first person, you know, welcomed me, when Amy, you know, from the facts team was right at the door waiting for me to welcome me, it made such a difference. It's one of the reasons I tried to welcome as many of you as possible as you walked in, in this morning. And when you go back to your schools in classrooms, I'm going to really challenge you with this. Look at everything like you have never been in your school before. Look at everything like it's your very first day because a bunch of your kids, they're coming in, it's their very first day. And I remember when I first became a principal, I walk into the school, it's like 75 years old, but it's new to me and I'm looking at everything. So I walk in the front office or the front hallway, to my right is a glass office. It's mine, it's gonna be the principal's office. I am so excited about it. And I notice to my left, there's a gymnasium, but above the gymnasium doors is 
is a picture of every single principal who had ever served in that school. And I'm gonna tell you straight up, I watch kids walk in every single day to that school, and I never saw a kid look up those pictures and go, huh, that's a principal in 1972? Amazing. Like, nobody cares. And what I find fascinating is I hear adults say, oh, these kids are so narcissistic. They're posting selfies on Instagram. Oh my God, we used to post portraits of ourselves on walls. Like, that's narcissism. So. I actually don't say anything about it because I'm new, I want to understand the people I'm serving, understand the culture, but about two months in, my secretary came up to me and she said, hey George, when are you getting the, your portrait for the wall? I'm like, oh no, I'm not going up on the wall. She's like, well you have to, you're the principal. I'm like, I'm the principal, I can do what I want. That's the beauty of my job. I'm not going up on that wall. So I talked to my staff and I said, look, one of the things I noticed about you, and it's so powerful, and it's something I truly believe, is that you're all here for kids. And we keep saying, we're all about kids, we're all about kids, and then you walk into the school, one of the very first things you notice, it's an adult. That's a very thing, and I think it sets a really bad tone for this, the school, and I, I think those pictures need to go. I couldn't believe it. My staff were like, oh, no, you can't take those pictures down. That is tradition. And one of my favorite quotes ever, it is not mine, is tradition is peer pressure from dead people, okay? Now, now, a lot of people, I'm not against tradition, by the way, okay? I have no issues with tradition. In fact, I'm telling stories which is the oldest teaching practice there is in the world. It is used in ancient times. If you are using something in your classroom that was used hundreds of years ago and it works for kids today, keep doing it. I have no issue with that. What I have an issue with is doing stuff just because we've always done it. That's where I start to struggle. So we actually got rid of those pictures and we replaced them. What do you think we put up instead? Kids, because it's the most obvious answer ever. And you know what I watch every day? Kids going, oh, I am on the wall. I am on the wall. And I'm not talking kids from yesteryear with their Canadian hockey mullets and all that stuff. I'm talking about kids in the building right now. We'd swap them out every two months or so, and kids saw themselves. And the power of that is that we saw how amazing this was, that what did it do when kids saw themselves on the walls? So what's it gonna do when they see themselves in the literature, when they actually see themselves in the lessons that we teach every single day? And it actually leads to the second one, that we start by focusing on the strengths and passions of each learner. This will shock all of you. I used to get in trouble for talking all the time. I know nobody would believe this. And so I actually thrived in classrooms with the teachers who knew this about me and tapped into it. And I struggled in the classrooms where people tried to make me into something I was never gonna become. And we do this in schools all the time. And I'll give you an example. Response to intervention, multi-tiered support systems. You know those things. I have no issue with that. The approach is sometimes where I struggle. Because what do we do? We get a team together and say, hey, this kid sucks at this, here's how we're gonna fix them. I want you to think if I'm your boss and that's my approach, you would all hate me. And so the first thing we should be saying about our kids, the people we serve, the adults in this space, what is this person really good at? What gets them excited in the morning? How do we tap into that? And it's not about ignoring weaknesses, it's about starting with strengths and how important this is. And this actually leads to the next one. Learners feel their contributions are necessary to the success of the classroom and the school as a whole. One of the very first things I actually did in this room, as I said, get out your phones, share to this space. Brandon Roizen, yellow Brandon, where are you? Right here, so I can see Brandon Roizen already sharing to the, this hashtag. Because I said the room is better when you all contribute, instead of saying put your phones away, just pay attention to me. And you think about when we went to remote learning in so many schools across the world, I saw classrooms thrive when kids knew if I don't show up, the whole class loses out on what I have to contribute. But people are like, oh, these kids are not showing up. And here's the thing. A bunch of us did the exact same thing. I'm not talking about COVID, and I'll prove it. How many of you in this room, when you went to college, did you actually skip a class if you knew you could download the PowerPoint or the notes? How many of you did this? 
12 of you? Are you kidding me? You, listen, I know a bunch of you are lying right now. You don't have to. There's a teacher shortage. It's fine, right? No one's going to fire you because you skipped a class 25 years ago. You'll be fine. And so why did you skip the class? Why did you skip the class? Because the teacher wouldn't even know if you were there. And that's how a lot of kids felt is that nobody knows if I'm here. It's just a content anyway. And so do we embrace these things for our kids? But it's not just these hopes that we're taking advantage of the changes we had. I grew up with an Apple IIc. We thought this was the greatest computer in the world. This is where my kids are born into. Totally fake commercial. Kid is born and says, you know what? I can actually cut my own umbilical cord. Thank you. I'm telling you, let me Google that. If you provide me the tools I need, I don't even need you this. I will snip this off myself. Great breakfast video. And so uh, now, okay, we know this is fake. This is never going to happen. This is a little bit closer because it is a very big day. You might want to capture the moment. You grab a phone. You can even take a selfie, the doctor, change the filter if you need to do whatever you need to do. So understand this, my kids look at things like iPhones and YouTube the way we look at cars and electricity. It just is, they don't know anything different. 